Hello and welcome to another edition of Out of the Blue Podcast from Blue Zion Ministries. Grafted, gifted, and grounded with whole tree theology right out of the 11th chapter of Romans, connecting the covenant pages of the seamless 66 books of the Bible we hold in our hands. We are dedicated to help, encourage, and inspire you to live the Word of God out loud. And now, here's your Out of the Blue host, Evangelist S.J. Norlock. Shalom, shalom. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blue from Blue Sign Ministries. My, we're excited today. Uh, another seamless 66 whole tree theology, the whole Word of God. Uh, we're just grateful for the Word today. Uh, if you were in our past episode, we talked about remembering all the way around and uh, all the uh, feasts and the feast season and the harvest that go with them and how God, even through the smell of the harvest, uh, amen, they were reminded of your provision, uh, your sacrifice. And uh, so that's that's what we want to talk about today, kind of in an extended pattern. We're going to talk about specifically the Feast of Tabernacles and provision, provision, um, and um, what a powerful uh, broad statement that really is. There's just so much to talk about provision. But we are excited today because I've got uh, my son and my two son-in-laws with us. Uh, we're going to introduce them to you, and we're just going to kind of coffee chat here, uh, let our hair down as it were, and talk about God's provision. And um, so you could you could say, Sokot uh, Sameach, we are uh, in the celebration of the Feast of Tabernacles right now as we speak. It started sundown uh, on Sunday. Uh, we're going to speak a little bit about along those lines. So again, thank you for all that are listening, all that have been listening, for those that have been uh, um, supporting us in your prayers, supporting us financially, always going through your pastor, always, uh, amen, just uh, keeping this ministry, as it were, as a postcard in the front of your fridge. Uh, so we appreciate all those prayers. God's been blessing, been to different places and faces again, and uh, people have been getting baptized and uh, people healed. Uh, then again, been one instantaneous healing not too long ago, just uh, like lightning, she said it went through her. May have mentioned that on the last podcast, but we're excited about those things on a little repetition. So today, uh, I just want to introduce uh, these brothers too. We've been looking forward to this. I've got my son, Pastor Micah Narlock, uh, from the Rock Church in Morganton, North Carolina. Uh, he's with us today. Uh, then we have Brother Cody Davis, uh, and he's all the way from uh, Loosedale, Leakesville, Leakesville, Mississippi. Uh, he's under the pastorship of Brother Greg Hicks. And uh, it is uh, Apostolic Tabernacle there, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, then we have Brother Brandon Smith, uh, amen, from Murfreesboro, Illinois. And he's under the auspices of Brother Worthen there at New Life, New Life Apostolic. So love these brothers. Can you say praise the Lord, brothers? Praise, praise or, the Lord. Or, praise the Lord. Or may it, maybe it's a shalom. <laughs> shalom, shalom. I, I, they, they were walking in uh, to my uh, homemade studio here, and uh, they were saying, he's probably going to say that shalom, shalom. <laughs> and so, and sure enough, we did. It's the iconic introduction. 
section. Yeah, so I, amen. We just, uh, I hope uh, everybody's just enjoying that. But uh, I, I wanted to give a lead scripture and then I'm going to say a couple of things. Then I'm just going to pass, uh, pass it over to them, just uh, their thoughts on provision. Our God is our provider. Uh, and so I, I, th- this scripture came to me today. And so I just want to use this as the lead scripture. Uh, and that's Psalm 68 and verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. You could even say even the Elohim of our Jesus, our salvation, God becoming flesh to provide. We'll talk about that a little bit more uh, as we get into this um, podcast today. But um, I love the word daily. It's not just uh, yesterday God's done this. This is you know, blown off the dust of some yesteryear testimony, although that's awesome. We need a yesterday. We need the faith to talk about the future and what God's going to do. Amen. But um, how about today? He daily loadeth us. And I love that word loadeth. Uh, I, I just, uh, again, we talked about uh, on the last podcast, how I worked in the potato fields, smelling like potatoes, sun up, sun down. My face was blackened by the dirt of the field. Had to take that shower for sure. Uh, but uh, my, uh, we would come home sometimes with sacks of potatoes, not just one or two. My daddy loved potatoes. And so he loaded us down, the farmers did, uh, loaded us with benefits every day. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, our brother's going to talk about uh, that provision. Uh, and one more time, I'd like to say right off the bat, I don't think I mentioned this the last podcast, uh, where the Bible talks about the feasts of the Lord. And in our English thinking, sometimes we think of feasts uh, such as tables laden with all kinds of savory foods. And, and we love that. And some of your mouths may be watering now. We have the opportunity today as a family to go to the Covered Bridge Festival in uh, Indiana here near Rockville, Bridge, Bridgetown. And so, my, they had all kinds of food vendors. We seen a bunch of stuff, didn't we, brothers? But it was the food uh, that uh, we probably frequented the most. (laughs) I even broke a little protocol and had a little bit of caramel on my apple. So, uh, but uh, good stuff. Feast, that's what we think of. But the Hebrew word is is moedim, moedim, which means the appointed times. These are impeccable appointed times that God says celebrate, that God says remember. And the Lord will use every connectivity to help his children remember that he daily loadeth us with benefits. When my wife fixes me the cup of coffee, gives me that hug, smiles a little bit, says I love you. When my grandkids today are hugging on me, uh, my I had some of them on my shoulders today. Uh, they're even chewing on the top of my head as it were. I, I'm enjoying this. This is blessings. Having my son-in-laws, my son, my daughters, uh, my, my, my uh, daughter-in-law. Wow. Um, so, so quickly, if I could say this in the wilderness for 40 years with types and shadows, they lived in makeshift tabernacles, booths, dwellings, houses. You can go to Israel right now and you'll find that they even have them on balconies. Some of the brothers here have been to Israel. I, I know my son has. And you can even just see people just living in makeshift. You can still see stars at night. It was get up and go because when the pillar of cloud by moved or the pillar of fire, they would fold down their tents and follow and then they'd build them again. 40 years 
of he will provide. So, amen. So those types and shadows, no matter what kind of dwelling we're in, our God is our provider and daily loadeth us. So, Brother uh, Micah, uh, Narlock, Pastor, I'm going to just launch over to you. It can be even uh, just you know, four minutes, three and a half, whatever you feel. What do you feel about provision? How is God providing for you? Just the thoughts that have come to you. Uh, Take it away, son. God bless. When I begin to think of the word provision, um, that is a word that is so hard to just put it into one context of life because I begin to look at so many of the contexts of my life, just in the present, not so much just the past or the future, but the present. And I think of provision that God's doing for myself and my own health and my family, my wife, my 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 little baby, Havala. And uh, we have another little baby on the way as well. So that's amazing provision within just the family unit and everybody being healthy and strong. Um, That's provision. It's the God daily loadeth us with benefits. And the cool thing about that verse and that passage is that word daily, as uh, the elder has already said. And because a long time ago, I heard a message preached and... um, it was simply, the title of it was The Most Wonderful Thing. What is the most wonderful thing about God? And I found that, you know, in the message he began to unravel, you know, is it the love of God? Is that the most wonderful thing about God? And he would talk about all the power of God's love and what it has accomplished and what yeah. it's doing in each individual yeah. life and the corporate life and the, the world. You know, God so loved the world that he's gave his only begotten son, etc. You know, all that kind of stuff. God is love, etc. But he said, that's not the most wonderful thing about God. Then he said, what is the most wonderful thing about God? Is it the grace of God? And he, you know, went on to talk about all the grace of God. And he said, no, but that's still not the most wonderful thing about God. It's worth uh, saved, saved by grace, ultimately. But at the same time, it's still not the most wonderful thing about God. Then he talked about the mercy of God, you know, etc. And all the wonderful thing and I think each one of us can say we're very thankful for God's mercy and yet he said that is not the most wonderful thing about God so he said what is the most wonderful thing and he said it's that God is faithful man that's good because if God was not faithful then his love would may be good for yesterday but it wouldn't be good for today and we couldn't count on it for tomorrow yeah if God wasn't faithful, then his mercy may have been good for yesterday and it may have been good for today, but we couldn't count on it for tomorrow. If God's grace was good for yesterday, but it wasn't good for uh, today or tomorrow, and those are all wonderful aspects about God, but the wonderful thing about God is he's faithful. So that means his, good, his goodness, his mercy, his grace, his love, his salvation— is not just for yesterday, but it's today and tomorrow. The Bible says he doesn't change. He's the yeah. same yesterday, today, forever. and forever. Amen. Therefore, that's the most wonderful thing about God is his unchangeableness. He's, uh, he, he's not changing. He's, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when we go back to that scripture about provision, mm-hmm. that he daily 
loadeth us with benefits. The beauty of that scripture is that it's daily. It's his provision is there every day. And I don't just say it's for yesterday. And I don't have to believe it's just for today. But the promise is that it's for tomorrow as well. And in that same aspect, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. I remember that scripture, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, I could talk about provision all day long. I can give personal testimonies. I can give other people's testimonies. And I can see the miracles in the church there at the Rock Church that we've experienced. And uh, honestly, we would not be able to capacitate it within these uh, few minutes of this recording. But I just want to declare today that God's provision is faithful. And I'm thankful for that. I was just talking to some elders of mine last night. And they were acquiescing a repentance, saying, we've had some good years these last few years, but we repent of it of because we have put so much trust mm-hmm. and faith yeah. in the economy of the good years, the last five, year, five years, with good president, a good uh, setup, yeah. economy yeah. was yeah. wonderful. He said, now that that's taken away, we didn't realize how subconsciously we had come to trust in ourselves. We didn't really come to subconsciously realize how much we were trusting in the government, trusting in a positive yeah, president, yeah, right. trusting in, in a positive situation where gas prices were down and interest rates were good and uh, you could the materials for building were uh, lower. But he began to encourage us. He said, now's the time to bring God the greatest glory. Yeah. So we need to trust on him now and act on faith now yeah, more true. than ever before. Just because things may look bleak, doesn't make right, right. God handicapped because right. you cannot budget the supernatural. Yeah. Now's the time to trust God right. and his provision right. that he was Good. faithful five years ago, three years ago, last year or this year. He can do it now and he's going to be faithful this tomorrow and next year. And that's where we stand, that God is faithful and his provision is true. We're not, we're not destined to be defined by this present-day economy or our present-day situations because we're not of this kingdom we operate by different kingdom standards yeah. in Jesus' name. And uh, that's what I've had on my heart. And I could go on. Amen. But back to you, Bishop. Amen. God bless you all. Hey, I'm, I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm enjoying that. That's good. Faithful. Faithful. Thank you, Pastor Micah Narlock. And um, wow, we just appreciate the Revival Church. Had the opportunity to preach there several times. Feel honored. And uh, it's on the move. It's on the go. It's growing. they got a building program people receiving and believing and uh, but thank you brother yes. Micah for that uh, yes, that sir. word Honor. faithful faithful uh, I, I'm, I'm thinking just real quick and I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand this off to brother Cody Davis here in just a little bit but uh, you know when Pharaoh was pursuing the children of Israel this is even before they started started celebrating the Feast of Tabernacles as it were but they'd just been through the foreshadow of Passover they're going through the sea. Well, Pharaoh's personal gods with small g's back then was the horse and the chariot. The horse and the chariot. He trusted in those things. That was his icon of trust. Brother Michael Narlock was talking about that that trust, you know. Um, um, And um, so he leaned totally on that. Well, God, in the sight of his people, took that away. Pharaoh could no longer trust in chariots and horses because they were floating on the bottom, going down to the bottom of the sea. So in their sight, there was no provision, provision confusion. 
It's not I'm cutting you off from Pharaoh. You're not going to be supplied by those gods anymore. I'm going to show you that that's not the avenue of provision anymore. Yeah. yeah. It it can never upstage what right. I'm fixing to do. Yeah. And so And if you think about it, yeah. In whenever God set up the law system with Moses, he said that the future kings of Israel were not to multiply horses. Yes. That's right. And that's Solomon right. was the one yeah. we first find to break that, that law. That, yeah, that law. And uh, yeah. obviously that led it was one of the little straws on the uh, the camel's back uh, yeah. of his apostate, yeah. apostate uh, direction. Yes, sir. However, yes, sir. Uh, David made the comment. He said in the book of Psalms, some trust in chariots trust and some trust in horses, but we will remember, remember the name of the Lord our God. Yeah. Basically what he's saying is I'm not trusting what the, what the world leans on and trusts on yeah. and, and uses for their to maximize their victories. That's right. That's but right. I'm going to trust right. in the Lord where I'm still not going to put a horse in my stall. I'm still not going to put a chariot yeah. in my garage, but we're going to we're, we're going to keep trusting on trusting him. God. That's good. Well, I like that. I like that. So, Amen, Amen. Uh, and that was so true. Just like Egypt said, uh, they hated the shepherds. You know, so these uh, dusty. I, I think one of the words for the Hebrews was Hebrew, which means the dusty ones. So they had no, they my they didn't want the shepherd ideology. They did. They wanted that thrust of the. They had the bicep for the empire of that time. So chariots, horses, you know, trusting in the arm of flesh. And, but you, you, exactly, that's awesome. That's awesome. If I could say, uh, Pastor, you are also talking about um, the uh, pr- provision in the sense of uh, yesterday, today, and forever. Um, and, and boy, that's, that's, that's everything. So the, the culture of the word or the Hebrews was not thinking linear, linear, it was cyclic. It was the cycle of the feasts. It wasn't linear, it was very cyclic. So they could count seasons. the seasons. They could count that God was gonna help them yeah. through every season. It wasn't linear thinking. So I don't know, just, I love that cyclic thinking. It's just that cycle, I can count on it. He's gonna show up, mm-hmm. amen, he's, he's gonna show he's up. Going to I don't need those horses or chariots that you were talking about, right. Pastor. Right. Right. It was, and praise God, so awesome, awesome. Brother Brother Cody Davis, all the way from Mississippi, man, we're enjoying their fellowship as well. Brother, just a few thoughts, whatever you feel on provision, take your time, God bless. I think whenever I was kind of trying to conjure up something for this, I began to think about provision in the sense that uh, there's so many avenues of provision that God provides and obviously it's the spiritual yeah. that rejuvenation that we feel Ooh, yeah. and that there's always going to be that provision to his people and that that's what's so cool about it that we can be a recipient of it yeah. but I've been a recipient of both sides of it too the finances yeah. as well and sometimes sure. that's the sweet stuff that everybody wants to talk about but it's almost uh, right. something that came to my mind uh, the children of Israel, they became so vexed with wanting, wanting a king. Mm. And God would provide that mm-hmm. in the way of Saul. And then That's he true. also said that David was someone that he would provide. He said, I've rejected Saul, but I've provided mm-hmm. a king. That's good. Yeah. So I thought about that. That yeah. was something that yeah. sometimes we got to be careful for what we just desire versus what we really need. Whoa. Because Whoa. God's you provision... Go is really he can take care of us don't worry about that that's good mm-hmm. don't don't worry about feeling the need or the the desire more or less 
Yeah. Rely on him for the need. You yeah. Know? And then I begin to think about what did he tell him in Matthew chapter 10. I, I pulled it up here. And it says, it's, um, it's the iconic scripture that he tells his 12 disciples. But he says, provide, this is Matthew 10 and 9. He says, provide neither gold nor silver nor brass in your purses. And then he goes on to say what, you know, they shouldn't be providing it. And it's all materialistic. It's yeah. all part of the world's economy. But he also, but before that, he says, but um, preach the kingdom of heaven as yeah. at hand. Yeah. Yes. Healing the sick, cleansing the leper, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. raising the dead and casting out devils. Freely you have received and freely give. And that kind of encapsulates a lot of my thought. Yeah. That just that's what was highlighted to me that um, keep the main thing, the main mm, thing in this provision stuff. Don't don't get sidetracked in the in the stuff that really don't matter. The because kind of because it is yeah. good. It is awesome. I believe God wants to bless and materialistic, but the main thing is the kingdom of heaven. And I, I yeah. no, that's <laughs> awesome. Thank awesome. you, brother. Thank you. It's it's almost a this thought comes to me. It's almost as if you could get distracted by the fluff of different desires. I think that's really what yeah. separates um, yeah. a lot of God's people is when they start looking towards Him, because He, the Bible says He's the author and the finisher. Finisher. And that's yeah. uh, talking about you know of our faith, but all that correlates. And I feel like I work with so many people in my job that that's their lifestyle is chasing, chasing about really materialistic things. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's good, I believe, to uh, to enjoy life and things that it has to offer, but, but there is yeah. a balance. There is. Yes. And I love that, brother. Thank you. And, and how about the children of Israel? You know, they, they kind of fuss, cuss, complain, give us the garlics, etc. when all the provision they needed was right there of what you're saying, you know. Mm-hmm. That's a good thought. I guess they were missing their garlic pizzas or something. <laughs> I don't know. Watermelons. <laughs> Some, yeah, their watermelons, something going on. But it's yeah, no, that's great. Brother, Brother Cody, man, we appreciate him. Um, my, he's he's a, a, a great teacher uh, when he when he just brings it forth in the Word and teaches. I know he's got a, uh, just a, a, a lovely little girl, uh, that, that Avonlea man. Um, that's one of Papa's gems right there. I, I got three gems right now, one on the way. I'm, I'm glad you talk about provision. Yes. But, uh, amen, he sings. He's, he's uh, my just... I wouldn't, go, I wouldn't go that far. Oh, my, <laughs> yeah, guitar and bass and man, I just, we, we love Bill Cody. Good man. Just aspiring to do God's will and that's that's so awesome. And so, yeah. well, my going to kick this, the last is not the least. So, Brother Brandon Smith, uh, him and his wife, Mariah, of course, little Kinsley, they are even part-time evangelists and doing a great work. Some just got the Holy Ghost baptized, brother, in one of the revivals there in Kentucky. Yes, but uh, we appreciate them. Uh, brother, take it away. Provision, what's on your heart? Praise God. When I think about provision, I think about um, the Philippians 4.19. But my God shall supply all your needs ah, according yes. to his riches and glory yeah, yeah, yeah. by Jesus Christ. And with that being said, with Psalms 119, 105, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And 
as my brother was talking about the the needs for different things, I'm thinking about the needs for your health, your strength, your body, all the other things that God supplies of your need. Yes. Um, well, I think of something that is full within someone is God's joy. And not just the happiness of mm. what it is, but yeah. it's his joy. Um, it's unspeakable and full of glory. And when I think of that joy, I think of the inspired, deep-rooted, um, God-spirited um, dwelling on the yes. inside of yes. you. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. And it's not just the food that we eat that's that gives us strength. It's his strength that gives us the purpose to live for yes, him. Yes. And I am so thankful Thank the that there's a light unto the path that God is providing for each and every individual that wants to serve him, that Amen. wants to be dedicated Amen. in the things that God shall supply to your need. Yeah. Um, and I am thankful for his provision of his guidance and his love and his nurture in our lives. And we can never go wrong with all the things that God has given us. But we should also always remember Amen. that it's not yeah. about the happiness. Because happiness is a lot of things from our flesh. But we should also think about the joy that God gives us That's to right. be happy good. of what he has given us. Yeah. Because tomorrow may not come. A constant. Yeah. A, a, tomorrow yeah. may not be a promise to you. But yeah. you should wake up thankful that, man, I get to breathe air. I get to have my man, family man. around. That's I get good. to talk to my brother and my father-in-law, my brother-in-laws and and the, the health and strength that they're getting in their families and their churches and Revival at new life. We're thankful for all the many things. Sometimes you take it for granted. But I don't take for granted the things that God's given because those things are his joy. He's yes. given it to you to be thankful and be happy that I'm providing. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm making this feast open. Just come and dine at the table <laughs> and I'll give you yeah. everything that you're looking for. Yeah. And I just, I want somebody out there to always remember that God's, God's not slack according to his promises. And you can come to the table. He's waiting for you. That's awesome, bro. It's good. Awesome, brother and a man. I, I'm thankful for that. I, I love that perspective. I love all these brothers' perspectives just by the way of provision. I, this thought hit me, brother. It's God's nature to give us more than what we ask for. Uh, according to his riches. Brother, when we parallel against that, I mean, more he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Uh, he owns all the fish in the sea. I, it doesn't matter where or what, but uh, my, in accordance to, according to that storehouse, my, we need to expect the greatest from the King of Kings. Awesome. Uh, nothing less than God's anointed best according to his riches and glory. So thank you, brother. And just that breath, that health, that strength. We, we take things for granted. We really do. It's God's and, nature to give you more than what you ask for. And, yes. And I, you see that with the when the prophet comes to uh, the little, little yeah. lady, she has her two yeah. sons. And That's good. She doesn't have anything. They're about to take her sons away. Um, and he says, well, what vessels do you have? She says, I just, you know, he said, why don't you go borrow as many vessels as possible? Yeah. And the moment that 
she thought they had enough vessels was the moment that the miracle was capped. Yeah, it stopped. The miracle was not capped until they decided in their mind, this must be as much as God can do. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. And that's, the if they would have got one more vessel, God would have done it. If they would have got a thousand more vessels, God would have done it. It would have kept on pouring. The moment they thought this as much as God can do was the moment God's provision ceased in that situation. It just depends on how how much void are you giving God to work with. Give him the void, he'll fill it with victory. Yeah. 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 Give God your voids and he'll give you victory. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. I like that. That's 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 awesome. Yeah, that's good. Provision all the way around. Oh yeah. Uh I, you, you, Wait, know. you think about the other the other widow lady that Elijah dealt with. Elijah goes to Jezebel and where's yeah. Jezebel from? Oh uh, Zidon. Phoenicia. Phoenicia. Yeah, Sidon, yeah. Yep, Zidon. Yeah. And I hope I'm not taking too long. Oh no, we we got good time okay. here. Yeah. Uh, but you think about Zidon, you know, she comes from Zidon and then Elijah goes into the throne of Ahab and says, upon my own tongue, I'm, I'm just paraphrasing, upon my own tongue, sure, sure. I pray that rain stop and it will not, uh, the cork of heaven will not let the rain come back until I pray it to let it happen. Right. right? So for right. three, three years plus, uh, the rain will stop. Time. So he right. declares that in Ahab's court and then he runs out yeah. to a, a brook. Right? right, right, and then at the brook, the the brooks, he's feeding off the water, and God said, the Bible says, God commanded what the ravens to feed him. Yes, did not Jesus talk about the ravens? Yes, you remember that he said, yeah. yeah. Let me look it up here. He said, uh, consider the ravens, Luke twelve twenty four. They do not sow or reap; they have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. Yeah, and how yeah. much more valuable valuable are you are than birds? So God. But then here we see Elijah. God's providing for these ravens all the time anyways. They don't have a storehouse. They don't yeah. sow or reap or they whatever. Daily they got They're daily loaded with yeah. benefits. And they're birds. Yeah. They trust. They just know God's going to take care of them. <laughs> it's a faith factor. And then God, the Bible says literally God commanded the ravens to feed him. Yeah. And so I don't know what's going on in their bird minds. But I really feel like we that's, need to feed that guy down there by that pond that's hiding underneath that bush. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But they daily are loading benefits right there. Yeah. And then the Bible says when the brook dried up because of the rain, can you take what you've been praying for? You know, the rain stopping, the the famine, and then the, the God said I he told Elijah, now go to where? Yeah. Zarephath. Yeah. Go to Zidon. Yeah. This is the same place that the enemy's from. Yeah. Yeah. He says, Go there, there's a widow. I have commanded that widow. That's right. To sustain thee. Yeah. And he goes there. Like a heathen widow. And he yeah. doesn't ask for any more details. That was enough for him. He didn't know the woman's address. He didn't know which widow. He didn't. But the thing about it, he knew where he needed to be and knew that he could trust God with the details. Yeah. So providence from out of nowhere. Exactly. In strange places. Exactly. I, I mean, from Gentile. I mean, some of these are Gentile sources. Yeah. And to the Jew, ravens. Is, he went to enemy ravens territory. Ravens a dirty bird. If he I'm went not to the mistaken. birth birthing place of Jezebel. Yeah, yeah, Baal's land. He, he went to the place yeah. that she was least expecting him to go to. Right. And I think that yeah. resonates with the boldness of God. And he said, "I had commanded a widow there you know, to take care of you." Know. And when he gets there, he finds that widow. And does she act like she even knew that God commanded her to take care of him? No. She didn't even know him. No. No. She's picking up sticks and about to cook her last meal for yeah, her and right. her son. And he, 
Th- but, that shows me that God commanded the situation spiritually. Yeah. Yeah, he can prompt people we don't even know. It's a setup. Yeah, a godly setup. Right. It's staged. Yeah, yeah. It's a script. That's right. And, and, and so it's just unique seeing the provision of God work in, in such a unique way. And he's always taking care of us. Yeah. And he didn't he didn't ask for the details. It's kinda of like Peter when when said, God, if it be your if it be your will for me to come out there and walk on the water, uh, should I put sneakers on or yeah. should I put my what's, sandals on? What's or? the pounds and the pressure <laughs> of the know? square foot of the water? You know, give me the iron stone yeah. figure of it all. But yeah. God just said come. Just come. Come. Bow, I'll I'll provide bow, walk out on the water. I'll provide the walk. stability beneath your feet. Yeah. Walk on his word. Because he really wasn't walking on the water then. He yeah. was walking on the word of God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I say wow to that, walking on water. <laughs> Spell wow. Spell it back. Spell it, it's wow again. <laughs> say it upside down. That's mom. <laughs> we won't go any further on that one, but brother, that's so good too. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Pastor Michael Nolly. That's And brother Brandon uh, Smith, brother... Brother Cody Davis, my, I pray you've enjoyed all of these brothers. I know you have. Uh, my, they're filled and thrilled. They're blessed. We're blessed to, to know them, to love them uh, as they love the Lord. Just a couple of closing thoughts, a little longer than what we normally kind of, I think we warned you about that. <laughs> and you get four voices versus one. We're going to try to do this again and again in the future with whomever the Lord opens the door, and especially with my family here as well. But I want to say a couple things in the whole arena of uh, tabernacles. Some say uh, that tabernacles uh, was a great influence upon the heritage of our nation in the sense of those selling, uh, excuse me, celebrating uh, Thanksgiving, the pilgrims, etc. Some believe that it was probably a seven, eight day celebration they really had. So it's interesting. Uh, you study that out. Check it out for yourself, whether it be or not be. Uh, it's just interesting all the way. Seamless 66 out of the blue really is just here to prompt you uh, to safely dig into the word of the Lord, support your pastor, uh, be parallel with the will of God happening uh, in your local church. And uh, we just want to embellish the church, see them blessed. But with that in mind also, uh, there was what was called the woman that was fixing to be stones. A, a little a, a little bit of study in the sense of the timing and the chronology of that. I was telling these brothers in a little family meeting we had uh, before we had our feast yesterday um, is uh, simply that this woman was being stoned on the uh, eighth day, eighth day. It's a seven-day celebration, tabernacles, if I'm not mistaken. Eighth day is Simcha Torah, which means the joy of Torah, the joy of studying his word. So those that were leaders of the word in the eyes of man, instead of celebrating the word, they were using that word as a hammer, as it were to come against one of the children of God. And uh, it was the mercy of the Lord, the chesed, the mercy of Messiah, Amen. That simply rode in the sand or rode on the dusty street or the rode on the temple floor. Amen. And changed the situation. Their stones dropped, representing their hearts, and she was spared. So instead of, amen, using the word of God in an adverse way, we're going to use it. Of course, there's time for judgment. There's time for, uh, amen, powerful preaching in the sense of repentance. But my, let's rejoice in the word of the Lord. Let's rejoice in this season concerning his provision. Just wanted to give that little nugget at the end to you. And hopefully that it would be 
a blessing. Hey, thanks for your time. Uh, my about 35 minutes plus. We want you to pray for these various ministries, please. And as we're praying for you, we are. Uh, brothers might want to say just a quick shalom in closing. <laughs> shalom, shalom. shalom. <laughs> but uh, a quick, we'll see you later. Please be praying. Thank you for all those supporters. We love you. God bless you. My, uh, you go in Jesus today. Amen. Help somebody celebrate in the word and celebrate in the provision that God gives. Thanks again. God bless. Thank you for joining us. We hope you've had your inspiration moment today. As we continue to pray for you, please remember to pray for this ministry as we endeavor to work in the kingdom of God. If you feel led to support this ministry, you can visit us on the web at bluezionministries.com to partner with us in evangelism. While there, you can also find prayer journals and music CDs available for purchase. And be sure to check out our Israel tour information if you'd like to find out more about visiting the Holy Land with us. It's all at bluezionministries.com. We look forward to our time with you next week here on Out of the Blue Podcast. Please invite a friend and remember, remain zealous over Zion.